Hi there, I'm Shane Spears and welcome to another edition of the Summit Scale podcast, beaming out to you from the beautiful city of Bath in the UK. My guest today is Sean Rhodes. Sean, a very warm welcome. Great to have you on the show today. Oh, it's my pleasure, Shane. Thanks for having me. For those of you that don't know him, Sean leveraged his former life as a war correspondent to become an international expert in how the best teams continuously improve pipelines and performance. He's a Tampa-based TEDx speaker and his work in studying teams is more than two dozen countries, some of the most dangerous places on the planet. And he has been published in news outlets including Time, CNN, NBC, Forbes, The Wall Street Journal and Inc. His clients have included Deloitte, ConAgra, Coca-Cola and dozens of similar businesses. And Sean is also a nationally syndicated columnist with business journals and author of three books, the details of uh, are below the recording. And his newest book, Bulletproof Selling, Systemizing Sales for the Battlefield of Business. I love that. Lovely topic. So Sean, the uh, topic of our interview today is Bulletproof Selling with your good self. And we have 10 minutes for the interview. If you're ready, I'll start the clock. Yeah, let's make it happen. So the uh, number one issue we find most salespeople, especially of the size of uh, business that your audience has, they tend to suffer from is they rely on hope a little too much in their sales strategy. And what I mean by that is they hope they remember the last conversation they had with a prospect. They hope they remember who they're supposed to reach out to today. They hope they remember what to say. And they even hope they remember to use what you've given them, what Shane has given them in all of the great services that you offer, right? Because we talked to Shane last week, but he told us to do this. Do we remember to do it? Well, we hope we do. Mm. Now, in the environment that I came out of in the U.S. military, multiple combat tours studying these high-performing troops, and we got to work with a lot of British Royal Marines, by the way, so go British Royals. Right. <laughs> out of that, we learned these folks don't use hope because life and death is on the line. Well, Life and death may not be in the line in the business that you're in, but the life and death of your business sure is. Mm -hmm. So if we want to remove hope from our sales strategy, let's talk about how to start building some basic systems so your salespeople no longer have to rely on hope. Right. So what what is actually bulletproof selling and where did it come from? Yeah, so uh, one of the first uh, missions that I was able to run uh, embedded with the U.S. Marines in Iraq in 2004 in the city of Fallujah was following a team of snipers into a building as they were clearing a house. Now, if you've ever seen an action movie where a, a group of high performers uh, with their rifles go into a home to clear it, which means you know they expect some bad guys or bad gals to be in there, you see all of their rifles moving almost independently of one another as they cover all of the angles of possible attack. Right. So Navy SEALs do this, British Royal Marines do this exceptionally well. Well, I saw this happen and I realized these teams are bulletproof in the sense that they're really covering every angle without having to really even communicate with each other. Right. And I wondered, how are they able to do that? How are they able to be bulletproof to make sure that they and the rest of their teammates were safe? Well, it was because of the training they'd been given and the systems behind that training. You see, they were bulletproof because of all of the times that their predecessors weren't. Right. For every person that's injured on a, on a military mission, they debrief that and they ask, what happened? How could we prevent that from happening again? Where do we need to update our training to make that a reality? And so the next round of troops that go into a similar situation, they have that mindset, they have that preparation to know that don't step there because, you know, a year ago or two years ago or 20 years ago, somebody was grievously injured in, in that mistake. Mm. And so they're able to constantly update how they go about their jobs and become more bulletproof. Well, we began to carry that into sales teams and realize that the objections that salespeople tend to hear aren't the first time they've heard those objections. 
And they're probably not the first time someone in the company has heard that objection mm -hmm. or ran into that problem or wasn't able to get a hold of a prospect or had a prospect schedule a meeting and then not show up. Well, if it's happened before, why don't we begin to build processes and systems that allow us to not have to hope we remember what to do, but rather know. Mm -hmm. So the sales teams that I get to train, they show up every day and they know who to reach out to and what that conversation needs to sound like and all the past conversations, where does that information live outside of their head so yeah. that they can be fully present with their prospects, provide more value, and of course, make the sale. And that you do, just describing what you're describing, that kind of t continuous learning process. I used to be a helicopter pilot, and what you're, you know, aviation has moved uh, and learned in the same way from every mistake. Absolutely. Is, you know, just the system is updated, the system is improved. So this is, you're describing yep. the same sort of thing. And so that's fascinating Absolutely. how you're bringing that to this whole area of sales. Yep, and we find it applies across the sales cycle from how do we qualify and find prospects, make sure that they're quality prospects so we're not wasting our time. So many salespeople will spend months pursuing someone only to hear, hey, we've never bought anything like that. We never will. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of wasted time. So even systemizing how we find prospects, how we reach out, how we maintain communication with them so that we don't, you know, put them into a funnel and, you know, the definition of a funnel being a hundred people go in the top and a few convert at the bottom. Yeah. Well, if they're qualified prospects, those folks are buying from somebody. And if you lost touch with them, it ain't going to be you, yeah. as we say here in the Southern U.S. Yeah. So how do we begin to really close the loops of our prospecting and our outreach so that we get into better conversations? And yeah. when we're in those conversations, how do we provide value, overcome objections, do all the things that great salespeople do without having to have 30 or 40 years in the industry to learn those lessons the hard way? Yeah, brilliant. So if I'm getting started at this whole sales thing, what's the first thing I should do to become more bulletproof? Well, start with the first and topmost problem that you have. And so if you're part of a team, what is the problem that most of your team is suffering from? Maybe it's communication, maybe it's outreach, maybe it's closing larger deals or getting better margin. So, you know, charging more, but providing more value and having your, your customer actually agree to that. Whatever that top problem is, sit down and ask, who's doing this well, either on the team or in our industry, who's in our network that we could reach out to if nobody on the team has cracked the code on this yet and figure out how do we begin to implement some of that or all of that into the next conversation or the next outreach or the next interaction that I have with a prospect or a customer. Mm. And if you can begin doing that in a way that allows you, just like in an helicopter world, if I don't know the, how to solve a problem, I'm reaching out to another pilot, I'm reaching out to my professional aviation association, I'm reaching out to my mechanics, I'm gonna find the information because you know an helicopter, life or death is on the line. You do the wrong thing, that bird is going down. Yeah. Same thing in, in sales. If you do the wrong thing repeatedly, you keep losing sales, that's not the way to go. Yeah. So to take the topmost problem, figure out who's doing it well and start building that in a written format, in a spreadsheet, on, a, on an Excel document, whatever that looks like for you so that you can begin to consistently implement that new thing that you've learned. Test it, see if it works and if it does, make it even better. Yeah. And one of the things I was reading in briefing about the book, you, you talked about um, this whole thing around salespeople relying on hope more than they should. Where do, where do salespeople tend to rely on, on hope? I, I'd hate to say it, but it's really in every stage of the sales process. Right. Even the salespeople that are out there reading great books, they've got great coaches like you on their team. They're still relying on hope because they're hoping they remember what they learned in that last seminar or out of that great book or the last time they had a conversation with Shane. I mean, they're really struggling with hope. Yeah. Now, in order to begin to remove that, 
I'm taking things that I learned from you. If you're my coach, Shane, in my business, I'm the CEO and I need to learn how to get past my plateau, get to the next level. If you give me something to do, I'm writing it down. I'm setting a timeline for it. I'm making my people accountable to deliver on it because I don't want to waste your time or the investment I've made in, in your services and you know hope that my people do what I tell them to do. No, no, I'm following up. I'm making sure. Yeah. And the interesting thing is if you begin to involve your people in that process, by saying, Shane said to do this, let's go execute it, give me your feedback. Did it work? How do we make it better? I can get my people to have ownership over that process. One of the uh, U.S. Navy SEALs, who's a real popular business consultant, Jocko Willing, great book called Extreme Ownership. It's all he talks about. How do we have our people maintain that ownership? Well, it comes from getting them involved in helping remove hope from your strategy as well. Right, right. And Sean, if you're coming into an organization to help and help implement this kind of way of thinking, this approach to sales, where do you start? So uh, I, the same advice I gave you, um, I find it a really bad idea to say, let's overhaul your entire sales system. Let's build new scripts. Let's build a new pipeline. Let's define new stages for where someone could be in their buying cycle and then hold your folks accountable for using it. That's like, uh, you know, putting somebody into a car and they don't know how to drive. Mm. Now let's start with the basics. Let's start yeah. with something really simple. Like where's the steering wheel? Where's the accelerator? Where's the brake? Yeah. When a sales team, what that looks like is, What's the problem that you all are struggling with the most right now? Yeah. Let's build a simple system to begin to solve that today. Yeah. And then let's check in in a week, make sure it's working, make sure people are using it. Let's measure the results. And if people really see that, hey, systems don't confine me, rather they free me. If people begin to see that, and I found that to be the case in every business that I've worked in, now they want more. Yeah. And great, let's tackle the next thing. And so let's build it organically based on the challenges that your salespeople have because their commissions are tied to this. Yeah. So they want to know, is this going to affect my commission rate? Is it going to affect my close rate? Is it going to free up more time so that I can get in touch with more prospects? Yeah. If you use systems in that way based on the problems your salespeople have that are top of mind, suddenly everybody wants more systems because they see the power in it. Yeah. That's much more effective than saying, let's just overhaul all of it at once and good luck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sean, this is music to my ears. I just love a systematic approach, a pragmatic approach, a step-by-step -step approach, and, and focusing on the quick wins, the areas that uh, need fixing first. Brilliant stuff. I could talk to you all day about this. Um, so, folks, for more resources, check out Sean's website, www.bulletproof-selling.com. Sean, you have been a wonderful guest. Thank you for your giving us your time today. We appreciate it. My pleasure, Shane. Let's get out there and make selling bulletproof. <laughs>